1: welcome to the Christian entrepreneurs podcast conversations with Christian entrepreneurs to inspire and empower Christian business owners to walk strongly in their faith well build a thriving business that honors him in every way now over to your host Anne Marie Cross
0: Welcome to another episode of the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast, brought to you by Podcasting with Purpose, helping you to stand out, be heard, and become an influential voice in your industry with a podcast. I'm your host, Anne-Marie Cross, also known as the Podcasting Queen. Now, my guest today says, don't allow your history to become your destiny. And joining me on today's show is Jeff Letts. Now, Jeff is a UK-based entrepreneur, an author, and a speaker, orphaned at the age of Eight at 13 years of age, he was living on the streets of Chicago. And by the time he was 31, well, he was a millionaire. Now, Jeff is now the CEO of Jenny Star, a UK financial education company, which has a mission to help families and individuals to become debt free and financially independent. Now, on today's show, Jeff is going to share never never, ever, ever become too proud to ask for help. He's also going to share how working in teams accomplishes so much more than you can create on your own, as well as, of course, the importance of always carrying a spirit of gratitude. <clears throat> so very important, especially with what we're dealing with around the globe today. Mm-hmm. Welcome to the show, Jeff.
1: Well, thank you, Anne-Marie, and it's, it's so good to uh, to be here with you and um, you know, I know that you asked me how to pronounce my name and see, I remembered your name because you're supposed to take up your cross daily, right? Yes,
0: <laughs> we certainly are. You know what's interesting about as I was reading um, through your intro, you know, a uh, uh, Beautiful, um, story. I'm sure you're going to, to share a lot of insights that you learned over the, the years. Um, we said, you know, at the age of 13, you were living on the streets, but by the time you were 31, you were a millionaire. I'd imagine, because of course, this show is, is Christian entrepreneur show. Many Christians who are in business, uh, have experienced some real, challenges that they may never have had to experience before. And before we went live, you were saying to me that your business, even in lockdown, has doubled. So, I'd imagine there are some that uh, have found that business has actually increased, others that may have had to pivot. But I think what's really important are the lessons that you have learned over the, the years. And one of them, let's dive into the first one, Jeff, never to become too proud to ask for help. Why is that something many of us Tend to struggle with? Do you think?
1: Well, I, th- you know, I think it's obviously it's a pride issue. You know, I'm I'm reminded of the scripture in Proverbs that says, "Lean not to your own understanding," <clears throat> but it talks about you know really leaning on God's ways. And the fact is, is that you know, th- you know, the, the scripture also talks about you know, pride comes before a, a fall. And so I've just learned over the years that if I need some help in any area of my life, I I actually think it takes more strength. I think it takes a a bigger person, a bigger man, a bigger woman to be able to actually say, hey, I'm weak in this area and can you help me? And so, uh, you know, in addition to that, the, the scripture says you have not because you ask not. Um, Jesus said, ask and you will receive. And so, uh, I've just, I've just always learned over the years that if I'm in a difficult situation, whether I need to go to my, to my wife or my pastor or other friends or whatever, I'm just, I've just learned just don't be too prideful, uh, and never be, you know, never, never be arrogant enough that, that, I, I think what happens is people kind of want everybody to think that you got your life together, and, and the fact is is that we're all human beings.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Couldn't be farther from the truth. What I love about uh, the, those reminders, and those are some of my favourite scriptures, one of the things that I've recognised too and realised for myself that there also, as Christians, we know there is there is really that element of surrender, there's, isn't there? There's pride, I can do that myself, there's surrender. But what I, I find that's really interesting, I'd love for you to share a little bit about this if if it's relevant to, to your story too, is that, you know, w- what's our motive? And who do you seek first?
1: Yeah, it's you know. I, I I also I think to kind of tag on to that about never be too, you know too proud to ask for help. <clears throat> it kind of ties into a bit of my testimony. My father, when I was five, uh, had a mental breakdown, lost his business, and committed suicide. <sighs>
0: um,
1: when I was thirteen, <clears throat> I was living in a foster family. And uh, it was my fifth home I was in. It was just a troubled kid. I was in a gang, and you know, starting to to do drugs and drink, and and I was just distraught, and again too prideful to ask for help, and I attempted suicide. And I think that you know whether it's it's people in, in depression or anxiety or whatever else it is, or business having challenges in those areas. Boy, you know, we just really need to be able to not only bring it to the Lord, but also be able to get wise counsel, and in, in the multitude of counselors, their safety. Yeah. And so, um, you know, so again, I've I've really had to learn that uh, through the years that you know, don't don't fight it; just try to get some help, whatever area you know, that that might be it.
0: If you will, the, the fact that, you know, you just brought something up, there may be so many people that are themselves struggling financially with their business and, you know, the hope uh, that they may have had may be flickering. And so, what what insights would you share? I mean, what happened for you that took you from the point where you were you know, considering committing suicide, to to go. What what happened? Was it someone that spoke over you? Uh, what what changed that?
1: Well, actually, Amory, when I when I was thirteen, I actually slashed both my wrists, <clears throat> and my foster father found me lying in a pool of blood, rushed me to the hospital. <clears throat> they stitched me up, and then they actually admitted me to a mental institution. I mean, it was a proper one flew over the cuckoo nest type. I mean, it was it was horrible. Yeah. Um, and that's when I ran away and actually lived on the streets, got into drugs and, you know, the street life. And then I got saved at 15 years old on, on a hippie commune <clears throat> and it just changed my life. Um, and, you know, since then, whether it was my studies in high school or university or even going into business or sales, you know, hey, listen, I still struggled with those areas in my life. I, I don't think I really struggled so much with, with depression. Uh, but I just really began to realize, even as a teenager when I got saved, that I'm just not smart enough to figure out life. You know, like in the midst of this pandemic, I, I think one of the good things that, that comes out of this is, wow, we really do have to to to. to to lean on God because I don't know about you, but I I don't have the answer. I mean, I feel like I'm sort of walking in the fog and it really does uh, just make you, I think really rely on God even more. It just kind of makes you realize that um, just, just how quick things can turn around for good or for bad. And that, you know, we, we live in a cursed world and, 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 you know, we're all. Even Jesus said, "He said, in this world you will have tribulation." Yeah. And I think that part of that is the maturing process of just realizing what the Scripture says. It says to to not lean to our own way. In in the Book of Peter, it talks about. Um, it, it says, you know, to humble yourself under the mighty hand of God, and to just, you know, to realize that really it's God that's ultimately in control. We can do everything that we can do, but ultimately it's in God's hands.
0: Yeah, I love that. It's such a great reminder, and you know, it, it often it, it what you've just said. Really, when you think about it, it flies in the face of what the world teaches, doesn't it? Of independence and you know, hustle and all of that, where it's actually the other way around. And yeah. you know, there's there's you know one of my um one of my well, it was my daughter. Uh, she's in business, and she had to close her business down. And she said, "Mum, if it had not been for my faith, I would have been so anxious. I would have been so worried." She said, "But I'm just trusting." In you know, and um, so, and and that's what you're saying. I mean, there, there are things that we just don't have control over, and if we continue to worry and have that anxiousness, we can feed into that. And uh, I love that as Christians, we can we can lean on the Lord and and that peace that surpasses all understanding. It really does.
1: Absolutely. I don't, I don't know how people get through, you know, business and and just life. Right whether it's relationships, faith, finance, you know, your physical being, I just, I don't know how people get through it without God. Yeah, Um, I know a lot of people say, well, you know, religion is, 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 is like a, you know, it's, it's a crutch, um, you know, for, for weak people. Um, And all I can say is, is that without him,
0: give me the crutches. Oh my gosh.
1: Absolutely. It's, it's just, you know, there's, one of my favorite scriptures is that there's no temptation taken to you, but such as is common to man. But God will make a way of escape for you and that all things work together for good to them that are called according to their purpose and that love God. Yeah. Uh, I, I can't explain it, but God always ends up working things out. And, and sometimes there, there's a lesson. In fact, most of the time, We have to come through a test in order to have a testimony. We have to come through a mess to get a message. And it's not pleasant going through it. But boy, oh, boy, you look back on those experiences and those things, those tests oftentimes are for us to be able to help other people to get through tough times.
0: I, I, I'm with you, Jeff. I mean, there's, there are, you know, colleagues and, and friends who don't know the Lord and, you know, mm. so often it's like, and, and maybe I'm committing to, to be a bit more vocal about that, but it's like, take it to prayer and all my child all three children I've got two daughters and a son when they they were, I didn't know this till a couple of months ago they said oh any time we'd go to your mum you'd always say well I'm going to pray pray about it and now that they're teenage or older you know they've gone through their teenage years they they'll pray about it too but it's like yeah. i have no answers go to the lord he'll give you an insight that you could not in a million years yeah. uh, think of and you know what when you go and have a look at the bible there are so many incredible stories um, of history, you know, that we're things that were just so unexpected and so just left the field, yeah. and that's the way God operates. So if someone says religion, I mean, it's not boring at all. It's it, actually it's an exciting for me anyway, and I'm sure for yeah, you absolutely. too. It's exciting, absolutely. and it's often where, and we know because it's promised us, you know, faith and trust, when we have that so strongly, mm. that is when, you know, what's that what's the, the uh the, the verse? If you have faith as small as a mustard seed, you can move a mountain. That's right. So here's to moving mountains uh as we move forward. I love that. Let's talk a little bit about working in teams accomplishes so much more than you can on your own. Was this an insider lesson that you learned as well, Jeff?
1: Yeah, you know, it's um I, I was I, I was just thinking as you were talking there, Anne-Marie, not only about teams, but also about this struggle. I don't know if you ever went through this being an entrepreneur, uh, but I know I did in the early days. Um, I, I struggled with this whole thing of working hard. You know, the scripture says says, you know, whatsoever you put your hand to, you know, do it with all your might. And yet this this interdependence with God to realize how that we partner, we come into covenant with God. And one of the guys that mentored me that also really helped me learn how to work in teams. I went to him, he was a strong believer. And I said, his name was Bob. I said, Bob, you know, how do you, how do you work this thing out of, you know, I don't, I don't want to get ahead of God, but I also don't want to be one of these people that just kind of, well, you know, God will handle it all and I don't have to do anything. And he said, and, and I love, I love what, he, what he told me. He said, Jeff, pray like everything depends on God and work like everything depends on you. And it's amazing how when you put those two things together, that God always comes through. Yeah. Yeah, but it takes some action, you know, on, on our part. And working in teams, I'm, I'm sure that you've heard of, of at least, I think he's the guru of leadership, John Maxwell. And uh, John, John's a, a good friend of mine. I've known him for many, many years. And, um, you know, we, we use loads of his material in our business, in our church. And one of the things that John talks a lot about is sort of what I would call the winning conversation with other people. <clears throat> um, another good friend of mine. I don't know if you've ever heard of him, Anne-Marie. His name is Rabbi Daniel Lapin. Have you ever heard of Rabbi yeah, Lappin?
0: One of my mentors um, shared his, his book as a resource. So I have his book on my channel. Yeah,
1: yeah. If you'd like, I would love to link you up with him <coughs> from for a podcast. He would yeah. be an awesome guest and just awesome. a lovely, lovely guy. And, and what's amazing is as a, as a Jewish rabbi, he, he loves Christians. Yeah. He, he really does. But one of the things that Rabbi Lappin talks about um, is he talks about the fact that the reason that God made us imperfect yeah. is that we all have strengths. We all have weaknesses. And that's the reason why that we have to lean on each other, because teamwork really does make the dream work, because you're strong in one area, I'm strong in another area. And I don't try to work on my weaknesses. I try to work on my strengths and then surround myself with other people that are strong in the areas that I'm not strong in. And, and it, it's beautiful because people really know that they're appreciated. And man, when you can work in harmony together as a team, you can just accomplish so much more than you can as an individual.
0: Yeah. You know, I've, I've got a lot of colleagues and even some clients who are very much involved in the area of leadership and, you know, a lot of businesses, no matter how many, you know, the size of the team that you have, have had to go through rapid uh, pain. <clears throat> Their approach. Many of them have to you know, work from home and, and now oversee and 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 mentor. You know, support team uh, remotely. Do you have any um, insights? And 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 has this been something that you've had to go through with your team? What's worked? Can you share some insights into this? Because this is something that I think many teams are going mm-hmm. to have to navigate, uh, especially you know in the, the the coming months, if not years.
1: You know, um, one of the things that, that I, w- I was in the in the corporate world for about five years. And I remember some of the coaching I got, which was don't get too close to your people. You know, That's sort of the typical corporate world. Um, when I was 24 and really started my own business and started getting mentored by some other entrepreneurs. Uh, and this was in, originally in the U.S. in a company that is now called Primerica. The, the CEO was strong, strong believer, Art Williams. And I'll never forget, here's what he used to say. He said, you know, people will never quit on a friend. And instead of talking to people, and he was mainly talking about salespeople, instead of talking to them about their production and their numbers and what they're doing, talk to them about their family. Because people don't really care what you know until they know that you care. And so one of the things that we've that, I, that I've really focused on in the last six months during this pandemic, I, I think I was always pretty good at it. But I think that we've we've paid special attention to people's mental health um, and just calling them up and giving them a word of encouragement. We've actually re- recently just hired Rabbi Lapin to come on and do uh, weekly coaching sessions for us. Uh, we brought we brought an outside coach in um, as kind of the the pastor for our business, if you will. He ha- happens to be a pastor, but he also is an entrepreneur and a business guy. And and I and I've really led our both both our employees. We've got about fifty employees in our head office. Uh, we call it a field support center, but then we've got several thousand salespeople. And leaders and managers across across the, the UK, and one of the things that we're focused on right now is, hey guys, listen, I'm not going to teach you a bunch of sales skills. What I want to teach you is is some survival skills and how to stay positive. And if I can help you do that, and end up having this well-rounded life and your faith, your finances, uh, as well as your your physical as, you know, just in every single area of your life, uh, then you're going to be a happy person and business will be fine. And I think that, again, I think that it's really helped our people. Uh, We also have, have hired a counseling service in case people need it. And we've spoken openly about it and said, listen, guys, don't be ashamed. If you're struggling in this area and you want some confidentiality, here's a phone number that you can call. Uh, we're paying for it. They they don't you know they don't tell us who calls in. Everything is confidential. And I think just letting people know that that you really do care. It, it's not just a business. It's not just they're not just employees or associates in the business. Um, you know I, I look a, a lot. I, I look at our business a bit like I'm the pastor of our of our flock, and it is my job. Um, you know, to be a good steward over
0: that. Yeah, so true. So I wonder, um, with I mean, wonderful support there, which I know is just going to pay dividends. I mean, we you said something, and I think all organizations, actually as individuals, got to check in with our friends and associates to make sure from a mental health point of view that people are okay. I mean, it says in the Bible, renew your mind every morning. Mm. your mind. And it's so, so important, isn't it? And uh, not to get caught up in the news. So with your organisation, I know this is often a question that, that is asked of, of me too from by our listeners. Uh, some organisations are very much, they are focused and they bring a Christian theme through, you know, through the workplace and so mm. forth and, mm. prayer and, and support in that way. And then others, maybe not so necessarily the team, the leadership mate team may, may, um, you know, kind of pray, but that's more in the, the leadership team. What do you do in your business? Is it openly Christian or or you've got, you know, others that, that are part of that team as well?
1: Yeah. Well, you know, uh, Anne-Marie, I've been in business now uh, as an entrepreneur for 39 years. Um, I, I started when I was six. <laughs> <laughs> um, but for 39 years. And what's amazing is that we have, I've, I've lost count now, but uh, a few years ago, we counted up, we'd led over 5,000 people to Christ wow. through a business. And and yet, I never preached to our people. Amazing. Um, you know, I, I'm sure you've heard this saying that says, I can't hear what you're saying because your actions are speaking too loudly. Yeah. And so in, in our business, we have people from all different faiths, uh, I think last time I checked, we have people from 85 different nations. Wow. Uh, so I, I was born and raised originally in an Orthodox Jewish family. So mm-hmm. we have Jewish people, we have Christians. Uh, I would say probably 50, 60% of our team are, are, are believers. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got Hindus and Buddhists and, um, you know, atheists and, and everything. and And vocally... What I say to people is, is everybody is welcome, and I really do believe that as a Christian, as a believer, um, you know, take a look at what what was Jesus's biggest criticism, was that he hung out with non-believers? You know, look at him; he's a friend of sinners. That's right; he's a friend of sinners, and and I, I I think that. Instead of being so judgmental about people, I, I got to tell you, I, what brought me to Christ was not someone telling me I'm going to go to hell. In fact, whenever someone would tell me that, I'd tell them they could go to hell. And, <laughs> and that that just didn't, I mean, that didn't scare me yeah. at all. I was, I was kind of like, man, I'm already living in hell. You know, I mean, I'm out on the streets. Yeah. I'm homeless. I mean, how much worse can it get? Um, you know, and 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 I was, you know, I was freezing in Chicago, so I figured if I went to hell, this supposedly hot place, at least I'd be warm, you know. Um but what really what really brought me to Christ was the love of God. And even the scripture says they'll know that you're my disciples by your love, not by your judgment. And so uh we've led people to the Lord just just by loving them into the kingdom. And when they when they see that we operate our business with integrity, with honesty, the business decisions that we make aren't based on greed. I mean, sure, sure, I'm, I have to be a good business guy. You still got to take care of bottom line, but ultimately, our people know that that Jeff Letts cares about them as as human beings, and 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 and, and yet I'm not shy about my testimony. It's interesting that this new book that I just wrote, Against All Odds, mm-hmm. the the true remarkable story of how a street kid became a millionaire and sandwiched right in, in the middle of it is my testimony. But it's not a Christian book. And, and I've just, I, I've really, I mean, I did that on purpose. And, and it's really thrilled me that I have people that are not believers that read it and 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 they've asked me questions about coming to faith, um, and I think that you know this, this is how God works. There's there's a scripture where Paul said Paul said uh, Paul planted, Apollos watered, but God gave the increase. And ultimately, you know, the Holy Spirit has to deal with people's lives. All I can do is just be the 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 person that sows that seed and lives the life. Uh, and you know, I, I, I hope I hope nobody takes offense at this, but boy, I just I I don't like being around obnoxious Christians.
0: Oh, I I agree with you. I absolutely agree. And I I love that, you know, actions speak louder than words. Our actions and who we are, as you said, should speak volumes. What's different about you? They should sense it as you walk into the room. Absolutely. You You know, how do you respond to situations? Um, And something else that I, I have found as well, I mean, absolutely love everything that you've said. You know, as business owners, we know as we're speaking to ideal customers, the people who we want to impact and influence through the work, through our expertise, through our gifts and talents. We need to speak to them in a way that they can understand. So one of the things that I find, you know, often as as well-meaning Christians, when we start using all those theological words, people are going to be going, huh? And it's like our clients, don't use jargon, you know, about your particular field um, because there's just a disconnect there. But what you can do is live it out uh, and, and that can be your greatest mm-hmm. testimony. Absolutely yeah. agree with that. Something else that can be your greatest testimony too is here you said, and there's a last point that you'd like love to share, is always to carry a spirit of gratitude. Yeah. Whilst everyone else is complaining, if we can bring gratitude in there, um, it can make a world of difference, yes?
1: Yeah. Yeah, you know, um, this This book you had mentioned earlier about Rabbi Lap and thou shalt prosper and he talks about uh, why is it that Jewish people prosper disproportionately to other groups of people? And you know you cannot you can hate them for it or you can you can learn what they do. Here's the key and it's scriptural, which is serve others, serve people. and it's amazing how when you say to people, you say, "How can I help you? How can I serve you?" Um, that really wins people's hearts. I don't think I've ever had anybody get mad at me for being nice to them. <laughs> yeah, or <laughs> saying,
0: "You're so nice, I can't be angry at you. I can't be mad at you." You know? Yeah,
1: yeah. How how can I serve you? Which is exactly opposite to the world, which is, "I want to be served." And yet Jesus said, Let him that's greatest amongst you be servant to all. Yeah. And so I, I really try to keep a spirit of gratitude, a spirit of boy, I mean, I you know, I, I look I look from where I came and I just go, Thank you, Jesus, that you rescued me out of the pit of of hell, really. I mean, on the streets, homeless. On drugs, you know, and yet he picked me up out of that situation. Now that was, my gosh, almost. In fact, next year will be fifty years wow. uh, since I got saved. But I never want to forget. I never want to forget where I came from, and so I, I really do believe that that there is a spirit of gratitude. Um, you'll you'll love this story. I went back to. Uh, to the majority not all of them but but to the majority of my foster parents that took me in and did some act of kindness not not just verbally but one of them i paid their home off <sighs> one of them i took to israel with me uh paid for everything um you know i mean just you know another one was you know i, I bought them a new car and and again i'm not i'm not saying that to brag or anything else i'm just saying that that I really do believe that when you show others, you know, as a kid, I didn't appreciate what my foster parents did for me. And, and I really do believe that, that it, it is all about sowing into others. It, it, it is amazing. And the scripture says this, the life of the generous gets larger and larger. The life of the stingy gets smaller and smaller. Yeah, I, really so believe, I really do believe I really do believe that Marie. one of the reasons why my business has doubled in the last 6 months is I'm a sower. Yeah. I mean I I
0: you so into other people's lives like that the the expressions on their faces of just gratitude and almost that initial shock really you know because it just doesn't happen I think that, and, that- and, you know
1: God God made us to where we really do get gratification by giving to others. That's yeah, why it's more to give than it is to receive, because yeah. it really does make you feel good. Yeah. Um, and, you know, yeah. I've, I've been a tither since I was 16 years old. I, I'm a big, big believer in tithing. In fact, Anne-Marie, I, I, will, I will send you the ebook on this, True Riches, which I wrote, yes. Prosperity with Purpose, all about what does the scripture actually say about tithing? Yes. And, um, you know, I have a lot of people go, well, you know, that was the Old Testament and that was under the Mosaic law. And here's what I always say to people. And I'll say this to your listeners. If you can show me one place in the Bible that says we should no longer be a tither or one place in the Bible that says God wants us to be poor or broke. I'll send you a thousand. I'll I'll send you a thousand pounds or a thousand dollars.
0: Yeah. You know what's interesting about that? I mean, we could do a whole other topic um, on this whole scarcity mindset, which is something else which we really need to bust through, especially, you know, when it comes to the churches uh which we know because we've probably lived through it our, ourselves jeff is that you know that the lord the god wants to bless his children isn't it he wants to bless his children he's not going to if it's going to you know creating you a character that is displeasing to him um but how many of us you know we haven't asked that's how you started the show we haven't asked got to check in our motive, of course, are we seeking him first? Are we glorifying him in, in, in uh, all we do? But then on the other hand too, are we able to receive? Because mm. I don't we can bless others unless we're able to receive, and then, of course, pay that forward. Which, right. you know, I think that's a, a whole other other topic. But hold up the other book because I know that um, many of the things that you spoke about today, your story, and, and the other one as well, the other one as well. Yeah, Something the other one here. Against all odds, tell us a little bit about that and how people can get a, a copy of that, Jeff. How they can reach out to you and uh, connect with you. What's the best yeah. way?
1: Well, uh, the book is on Amazon. Um, it's also at any bookstore they can go to and actually order it um, online. They can also it's it's uh, currently uh, in hardback, soft copy, or um, also um, on uh, Kindle on a an ebook. And if anybody would like to get in touch with me, they're welcome to uh, to email me at jeff let's l-e-s-t-z at genistar.net g-e-n-i-s-t-a-r dot net um and of course they can also link up with me on facebook which would be i'm sure they can do that through uh through your site also yeah fantastic
0: well one of the things that i do at the end of each show jeff is just to finish with a word of prayer may i do that today
1: absolutely absolutely
0: all right well let's pray Father God, thank you for the opportunity to speak and have some fellowship today with Jeff that he was able to share his story. And as he said, Lord, you know, um, our, our past, our our history does not define our destiny. But you know what? When it comes to you, Lord, often you can, and I love the way Jeff reminded us, turn a mess into our message. And, um, you know, the things that we'll often go through and live through as challenges, we know as Christians that when we let the Holy Spirit work through our lives, when we turn to you, uh, when we ask and seek forgiveness for areas that we know is not honouring to you, um, that through that you can turn things around, no matter what we've done, no matter where we've come from. And uh, yeah, then we can share stories such as Jeff is doing today and sharing his story. Father, we just want to continue to ask for your blessing for his business, for the work that he's doing, for his uh, whole uh, community of of employees and, and stakeholders that are involved in his business. Will you continue to bless them? Will you continue to bless the work that they're doing as they're impacting the lives of so many people? around the globe. Father, there are so many people who really are, are are struggling there. There's uncertainty there. There is maybe even for some people there is anxiety and, and depression too. But as we've said today, you know, that, that whole spirit of fear, we can break that with mm. a spirit gratitude, Lord. When we turn to your words, when we find those Bible verses, and as we're reminded, your word is the the spirit of of truth, and uh, we can use those and speak life over our lives. So today, Lord, if anyone's watching or listening, we ask that you will break that spirit of fear that you will break the spirit of anxiety because there is hope and true hope comes from yeah. you. So, yeah. Father, we just want to thank you again. Um, it's been a wonderful conversation. And maybe for those people who maybe don't know you and don't realise just how exciting, you know, when we talk about Christianity and religion, Lord, that's not what it's about. It's about a true relationship with mm-hmm. the one and true yeah. living God. Um, so we just want to ask this um, in the precious name of your son, Jesus. Amen. Amen. And yeah. reach out to Jeff, you know, and have a conversation because, uh, I think, uh, all right, let me just, uh, put this here. There's the website here, Colette there it's sharing that. So that's fantastic. Thank you so much, Jeff. Love the conversation. Love the work that you are doing. And of course, you know, glorifying the Lord and all you do and, and just living, you know, living as He would want you to and, and what we all need to be doing, of course, in our businesses too. Our businesses, uh, our, Greatest mission fields, I think, and so let's continue. Well, thank
1: thank you, and thank you, Anne Marie, for all that you're doing. You're you're doing an amazing job, and now I know why that they call you the Queen of Podcasts.
0: (laughs) There was something that I had to um, to grew on me for years. Oh no, I can't do that, but you know what? That's just you know a bit of humor there. But it's it's my blessing to be able to to share my platform with others. This is my And this is my mountain. I'm inviting other incredible guests, such as yourself, to share their stories because we never know who may be listening who's needed to hear that. And uh, I know I've been blessed through listening to your story, too. So thanks once again for coming on the show.
1: Thank you.